like a good week I had a good week too it's been a while it had yeah this week was good it was I was still super busy all week but it was good like good, good busy. busy right the best so I was cool with it on Tuesday we went and picked up my little cousin to stay for the week since yeah he's been Christ- all week huh yeah so Christian's off this week and so he we brought him over to stay with us and He's starting football at the end of this month, but they're doing like this football camp. And, um, he told me Tuesday when I picked him up at five, that they're doing football camp every night this week from six to eight. So I had an hour and I was like, okay, so why aren't you going? Cause he's like, I feel like I'm going to fall behind. I feel like this, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, so why aren't you going? Yeah. And he's like, well, I think I have to have cleats. Like I haven't got my cleats yet. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, let me call him. So I called, they answer right away. And they're like, no, they're highly recommended, but you don't have to have them. We would much rather the kids just show up. Okay. And I'm like, all right, let's go get your shit together. Like I'll stop by your house. You can get extra gym clothes. You're going every day. Let's go. Good for you. So he was all anxious the first day. He's like, I really didn't think that you were going to like find a solution in five minutes. He like, thought he was going to get away with not having to go. Like, basically it's, it's like conditioning. Right. Yeah. yeah. And they're doing like drills and stuff like that. So he thought, I think he thought that it, he was going to turn this into like a martyr situation. And I yeah. was like, no, come on, let's do this. If you're going to yeah. complain, then we're going to go. Yeah. So come on, get it together. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. So well, good. every day and he's been doing good. He loves it. Is it fun for you to like do that after work? Yeah. I mean, it's tiring. Don't get me wrong. Like the first Tuesday, I didn't get home till almost nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday I came home for like 30 minutes and laid down and then we had to go again. So, I mean, it is tiring, but it's still fun to watch him and like interact with the other kids and yeah, learning. It's kind, and it's kind of nice to like, cause I feel you it's draining as fuck dude. And then it's the scramble of like, what do you want for dinner? And we got to eat dinner. We got to do shower. We got to do bed. Let's right. hurry up. Why are you brushing your teeth? Like it's chaos. But I like the structure of like, okay, so schools, you're out of school, homework, practice, dinner, bed. Like I like that right. structure for kids a lot. So it's, and it's kind of nice for me too, to be like, okay, so after work, I got to do this, this, and this, like having a plan and like things to do really helps me mentally. So right this week, I think it's only been hard mainly because this week I felt like shit again. And so that yeah, kind of like it makes me move slower in general. And then I feel like shit, but like yesterday I just came home and I took some pain medicine and then I went and I was totally fine. So it's just like managing it. Yeah. I'm sorry. You feel like shit again. All right. Are you able to sleep? Yeah. I can oh, sleep. good. Not on my stomach, which is how I normally sleep, but that's probably better for my back anyways. So, yeah. Well, good. I woke up yesterday, Wednesday on my day off, right? Actually, the night before I had like fallen asleep when I was putting miles down because he was being so freaking cute. He got his, we have this big ass Pikachu in his <laughs> room. And so he went and got it 
and like brought it over in bed with him and he's like drinking his bottle and then I was like all right let's go night night and so he like crawled up in front of me and then he brought the Pikachu over and so like he was kind of like the Pikachu and I was cuddling him and he was so content so happy yeah it was adorable so I laid there with him for a while and like at one point I got up to leave it was only after like eight minutes I got up to leave and he wanted me to stay there so I was like you know what I'm just gonna enjoy this because this is so freaking cute right and then I ended up falling asleep but I woke up then at 1 30 and like went to go to my bed and I literally like walked to my room lay down and got the most insane cramps and I'm like are you kidding me my period's gonna start at 1 30 in the morning are you fucking kidding Hate so it. I'm laying there like will- willing it away right like right I don't want to deal with this. I just want to sleep, blah, 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 blah. You know, telling myself it's fine. Just go to sleep. Right. And then I'm just like, can feel myself, you know, so then I'm like, oh, so I get out of bed, do the whole thing. And I'm just like so annoyed because well, it's irritating. Mm-hmm, it's because, irritating. Yeah. So anyways, Ugh. that was uh, how I started my day yesterday. But then, so like I've been trying to be better in the mornings all week like be more mindful of what I'm doing before work and like the first part of my day that I'm awake because I just like am so tired of being depressed. Right. <laughs> and right. like I don't know how else to say it. Like I think that's what's really going on. And so like on Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday I started to feel better. And like well Monday. No, Monday oh, I started to feel better because Sunday was my day off, but both of the big kids were gone because Penelope was in a wedding on her dad's side. And then Alakai spent like a week with his dad. And oh, so fun. Sunday was like just me, Miles, and Sam. And I was still like mentally and like doing my best, but not good. Right. And so like halfway through the day, like at two, I was like, babe, do you want to just like drive to the, he loves, there's this Japanese market by the beach that he really loves. So I was like, okay. do you want to just drive and go down there? And he's like, yes. So <laughs> we drove down there and I was like, I want to see if the coffee shop I like is close. And it was only like six minutes away. So then we went there and it's just like trying to force myself <laughs> to do to get out. Right. Mm-hmm. Because like I've been saying, like going anywhere, like it's a chore. I don't want to do it. I want to no. like burrow myself in bed and hide. So I think that that started like to be good for me. I'm like, okay, this is good. You know, like I'm out of the yeah, house. For so sure. The rest of the day was nice. Miles was being good. Um, put him to bed. And then I like clean the kitchen. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just, I have like energy. And so I'm just going to deep clean the cabinets right now like you know when you're they're just fucking nasty on the outside yeah. like your cabinets and your um baseboards <laughs> yeah I absolutely hate it in the kitchen yeah and yeah. so I did like I did like 50 percent of my kitchen maybe 60 that night and it was like a workout and it was hard work but I felt so good after like so yeah. good and so I went upstairs and Sam's like where were you I was like oh Steve clean the cabinets he's like what I was like, I know it felt good. I feel so good about it, you know? Yeah. So then the next day I went to work and I was going to be picking up both the big kids on my way home. So I'm like, I want to go do something fun. So I like got, I um, got time slots for us to go to like the nearby indoor playground. 
So like picked up all three kids. Sam got off work, which Sam hasn't been able to like leave the house and do much during the week because of work has been so demanding. Uh-huh. So it was nice. He got off in time. So like we went as a family and like we played Fun. with him. And it, yeah. And then I started to feel myself like really like crawl out of the dark place. I was saying. Oh, how nice. Yeah. I could like feel it happening when I was there. I was like, Hey, I need to do this more. Like I need to prioritize this kind of stuff, you know? Right. So, so that was good. It just started like the week off on a good note. And then I, I requested to take like most of the last week of July off. Like I'm only going to work two days because it's the last week the kids are on break. I want to spend time with them. I want right. to like maybe go out of town for a night or two and like reset. So having all that, those things, like those healthy habits, like have been helping me. And then when I have like things to look forward to, like we've talked about this before when I'm like, Oh, I'm going to do this. or I'm going to do this. Like it just helps me plan to get out of the house. Like yes. I don't have a choice. Right. You know? Especially if you like book something like you get a time commit where, or you book mm-hmm. a room or something like that. Like now I can't change my mind. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't just stay home. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like Wednesday, yesterday, my day off, I had a hair appointment. I finally like got in with my longtime high school friend. She works so at good. the salon I've been going to. She's been doing hair for like 15 or 16 years. So she was like, yeah, I have openings. Like not, a, not a problem. Got me in like five days later. So, um, I didn't want to go though. Yesterday morning when I woke up, my period had started. I felt like absolute shit. Yeah. Like my nerves were fried. Like Sam was like, what can I do for you? I was like, you just need to be understanding today that I can cry at any moment. And I'm trying really hard to be chill, but I'm not chill. Like, I's just right. telling you, you know, nothing sound like I tried to take a couple of bites of breakfast. I was like, like, I just felt like absolute garbage because of my yeah. period, my period is a bitch now ever since miles. And so I was like, I don't want to go get my hair done. I don't want to go sit in the chair for four hours. I don't want to, like, I don't want to, I, I'm like sad. <laughs> <laughs> like such princess problems. I could feel myself just being like, no, I just want to lay in bed. I'm sad. Today. I don't want you know? to. Mm-hmm. And so Sam's like, you'll feel good once you're there. It's fine. Of course I did. Like she's sweet right. as pie. Dude, she got my hair done. I was in the chair for two hours. That's it. Whoa. Usually it's been like four and a half hours. And I'm like, get me the fuck out of here. Like, she's like, no, I don't know sit for four and a half hours. I would not well, but somebody mm-hmm. I could not, I couldn't sit that long. It's miserable. And so she was like, yeah, dude, I kept wondering, like, why doesn't Bree see me? But I, I was like, well, I was worried you didn't have new clients. So anyways. I'm just so thankful. So that was fun. And then I felt better. Like when I got home, blah, blah, blah. And actually yesterday was like, so like my mind was off work so much that today felt like a Monday for me. Oh, like, wow. I kept forgetting we had to record. I kept forgetting, like I had to keep up with shows. Like I felt like today was Monday and right. it was like, you know, Oh fuck. No, it's not. I know it's Thursday, which is nice. Cause I, you know, it's almost weekend, but <laughs> that's funny. Um, yeah, this week has been, um, it's been kind of fast. I've been super productive at work, which is nice, like catching up. So, yes, it just didn't feel so dark and gloomy every day when I woke up. And that felt yeah. like 
fucking finally I do. Thank you, God. Right. Give it, um, thank you for the peace. Mm-hmm. And then the kids are like bugging me about their birthdays because, you know, they're both next month in August. And yeah. usually we do like a combined birthday party or like I'll take them overnight somewhere. Fine. Right. Like Great Wolf Lodge, whatever. Well, I can't afford that shit this year, dude. Like no. shit is so fucking expensive. Yeah. No way. No way. My electric bill today. Stupid. Yeah. Like so stupid. I'm fucking livid about it. Like, and we have cut our air use down. So the fact that it's more doesn't make sense to me. It really pisses me off. So I'm just like, I'm like, I'm sorry, you guys. Like, I can't, we can't do like a whole day somewhere with all your friends. Well, like I want to do what's important to me and not that your birthday is not important, but where I want to spend my money is on an end of summer family getaway like staycation somewhere because I need like the five of us to be together without Sam working me working you going to your dad's you going like I just want to be the five of us you know yeah and I want to go somewhere and unplug and so that's what I want to spend my money on like I'm sorry I don't want to spend money on your birthdays this year and I always do and so they were kind of like bummed for a minute and I was like you still will get like a moment like a birthday moment I'm not saying your birthday is canceled but I can't spend $600, $700. No, absolutely not. No, I can. And you you should like, you shouldn't. Right. And I need to start saying those boundaries because it can't be the expectation. No, you know? So I was like, you can still have like a day, like, you know, pee, if you want to get your hair done, dry bar, like I'll do that. Or Alka, if you want to spend the day at the beach, we'll do that. But we're not going to go somewhere and spend a shit ton of money. I'm sorry. So right. they're both like, oh yeah, that's fine. That sounds good. Whatever. But now they're just Penelope's like hovering over me. Like, where are we? Cause I've been looking at Airbnbs. Where are we going to stay? I want to see the house. Can I look at houses? Kind of this? No, like, no. Yeah. Well, you can even like, <laughs> like let them pick an area. Like, do you want to go to San yeah, Diego? I do you want to go to LA? Do you want to mm-hmm. wherever? Okay, great. Now we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of did that. I was like, do we want to go somewhere hot with like a pool or do we want to go like where it's cooler and we can enjoy being outside? And I, and I almost booked somewhere with a pool, but I'm like, that's not necessarily like the funnest thing for Sam and I like to just sit inside with the air conditioning. We can't like go to coffee shops. We can't go to the grocery store because it's just so hot. Right. Um, so we're going to, I think I'm looking at cabins and there's a lot of like really, really fucking cute ones with like, you know, decked out like bunk beds and movie rooms and whatever. For sure. Anyways, that's just been like what I've been trying to do for myself this week. Hell yeah. Trying to get my mind right. Yes. It's important. It's important. important. You're doing like a family trip. It's not like it's not for the kids. It's still for like, Mm -hmm. you're not going on a vacation for you. Right. For you, you wouldn't take all the kids. Right. I know. So, but I I want that moment with them. It's still a birthday trip for them. True. Yeah. Vacation. So, oh, and then Saturday night, Miles stayed with Sam's parents, which is great, but I was not good. I like Uh had slept after work and I woke up and I felt like mentally way, way worse. And so I was just kind of like hibernating on my own all night, which is Sam's like, that's fine. He gets it. But, right kind of a bummer because we had wanted it to be like a date night thing but I was not good so anyway so I just 
laid and watched um the summer i turned pretty like i yes. just i still it. i haven't finished i haven't started it okay that's okay i finished it and i just laid there and like like sobbed did not like really cry. sobbed like the last two episodes because it's like like i told you last week it's very much a, a story about like these best friends yes and then it's also a story about like a mom and daughter and like a mom that wished she had always had a daughter and like a mom with her sons. So like I felt every level of this story like hardcore. And then I was just like, there's like just some sad moments that happen. And I'm just like sobbing with the characters. <laughs> but after it was over, I just like laid on the couch and I'm like sniffling. I was like, honey, that was the saddest thing I've ever seen. And he came over. He's like, I'm sorry, babe. And then I was like, still crying. He's like, are you crying? Cause you're so happy. And I was like, no, I'm like, so sad. I'm so depressed. And then I was like, you know what though? I think I needed that. Like, I think I needed to just cry really hard. Yeah. You know, sometimes you just need a cry. You need the release. Yeah. Like, just let it out. So right. show so fucking good, dude. I need to, I need to watch so, it fucking good everyone that's watched it like that I've talked to is like oh yeah the show's so good and I didn't know this until I talked to one of my partners who's like read the books because they're based off of books she was like um the reason the show is so good is because the writer of the books was heavily involved in the making of the show like very oh, very involved that makes sense like to the point where she even had like a funny cameo like in the very very last episode or the second to last episode there's like a. Uh, like a big party thing and she like walks up and she's like drinking champagne but it was just and it's very diverse I appreciate that like the main char character isn't just a white girl like you know she's an Asian girl this beautiful Asian girl it's just like very diverse this okay. the, yeah. um cast but so talented like I don't know I'm impressed with young Hollywood right now like I I'm yeah you I know what's like, funny like is watching them. I'm so impressed with them, but they're not in a ton of stuff. So I don't know anybody's name. I don't know who anybody is. Like, what was that show on Netflix? And it was with um, that boy, Noah. Centenino or something. Yeah. I don't know. And the main character was an Asian girl. <gasps> oh, yeah. It was a love story. Yeah. L obsessed with that story. I don't know. It wasn't called a love was story, called. but it was like that teen love. It was like a trilogy. There's three yes. of them. Mm -hmm. So good. Loved that it was Loved. same thing. Like there was a lot of, there was very diverse. There was a lot of different people. There was a lot going on, a lot of cultures, but I've never seen her in anything since. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Uh, them, like the boys from this show are like, so the typical, it's so funny seeing what like is the heartthrob boy look right now versus what, what it was in our day. Um, it's just so funny, but they're like, they're cute boys. The girl's really cute. But like you said, like, I don't know any other names. I don't know who anybody is, but, but I'm talking like Zendaya, Tom Holland, yeah. um, Austin Butler. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, that young Hollywood's pretty, pretty talented. dope. They're talented. The girl that plays Eleven, I forget her name. Oh yeah, Bobby. Morris. Oh, Billy Bobby. Bobby Brown. Something. Uh huh. Like that. Her like yeah, it's interesting. 
I still haven't watched Stranger Things. I watched like the first episode or two and I could not get into it. I was like, this is too creepy. This is weird. They're all children. Like I, mm-hmm. I can't. I watched two seasons and I couldn't watch anymore because like it got too scary too out there for me it was too out there like too sci-fi where I'm like I don't fucking get it yeah and I don't like sci-fi stuff in general like Mm -hmm. I just I don't love it yeah we're the same that way I don't like sci-fi and I don't like period pieces like I don't like old Mm -hmm. I don't want to watch what happened in Europe in fucking 1802 I don't care we're so the same like that that's so funny that's why I never got into Bridgerton I couldn't watch Bridgerton either it's too fucking old um yeah I, 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 yeah, I do my best. I do my best. So we need to talk about the fucking news of the week. Uh, so disappointing. <laughs> we already know if you already, our, our listeners already know what we're about to say. If you're, if you've been on social media at all in the last 24 hours, you're, you're going to know about this, but it was announced yesterday that Tristan Thompson and Khloe Kardashian are having a baby via surrogate do any time, really, any time. They said imminent. <laughs> so like I sometime the, in August. The due date is early August, but everybody knows how babies work, and it could be any day. So. Unreal. After Un- the. fucking real. After the gestational calculations, they've come it's come out that the surrogate was implanted in November. Um, the reports of Tristan having another baby, his trainer, having that baby, the baby was birthed in December with the trainer. So Tristan was already speaking with the trainer about all this. He was already threatening her. He was already telling, trying to pay her off so that she'd keep her mouth shut. He already had lawyers he was already doing all of this stuff behind the scenes, and he still went to Chloe and was like, "Yes, let Sarah get a baby." It's so wrong. It and on it's just, so many levels. It's on just further so proof many levels. that this guy is an absolute narcissist and cannot feel or give a two shits about anybody else's feelings. It right. is all about him all of the time. Right. And it is so like my biggest thing in all of this, like Chloe's a goddamn moron. Right. Tristan is a piece of shit. And the Kardashian should have seen through that. Like, right. You guys are whatever. I am sad for this for baby. True. I'm true. sad for this baby because, well, yeah, true for sure. I'm happy that she's going to have a sibling, a full blood sibling, this and that. And now it makes sense why. Like we saw Chloe in the tabloids, like spending Father's Day with Tristan. Right. How right. stupid. It also makes sense. You that have when to feel this baby, the baby with his trainer came out in December. It makes sense as to why Chloe literally admitted on the show, like, I'm I'm not okay. I'm fainting. I'm like, they had to put me on blood pressure medication. Like, I am not good. Well, this is why, because she had just implanted a surrogate with their embryo a month prior. You should. I, I get it. Like for me. Okay. I get it because as a woman, like Chloe's desperately always wanted to be a mom. If you already have healthy embryos frozen, 
with a man you already have children with is already really close. Like you guys were back together at that point and you were, you thought he was a changed man. Right. I get it. Like you're not getting any younger. Your daughter is not getting any younger. Let's use these embryos now. Right. I get that. I just think after, after you found out he was fucking around on you when you were nine months pregnant, about to give birth at any moment, that should have been enough. That should have been it, dude, to yeah. ever look at him, forgive him, allow him to show up to shit. Like, that's not the biggest fuck you ever. Well, not only that, Holy but crap. first of all, he cheated on her when she's nine months pregnant. She found out about it the day before she gave birth. Then, or like three days before or something like that. Then he hooked up with her sister's best friend. Then they made the embryos. Then they implanted the surrogate. And then they found out that his trainer had his baby. Mm-hmm. Like, he. this is now the third huge major scandal and these are only the ones he's been caught up in i know and we're at three times in four years those are not good odds i just i just think it's like i don't know i see both sides of it however if i was in chloe's position i would have never ever talked to him again after the birth of our daughter like sure we'll talk for our daughter don't you're not fucking coming near me ever again that's my thing i'm like don't give him the chance to fuck around with your sister's friend don't give him the chance to impregnate another woman like let him go off and live his messy life and leave him be yeah let him do all of that like give him the chance to do all that by himself and i hate and i hate the fucking fact that she's still in the media like tristan's such a good dad and this and that He's not a good dad when he no. ignores his first child's existence and then now has a brand new baby that he will not meet, take care of, send money for. Like, that's not a good dad. That's not no. a good person. I don't know. I hate Wait, the whole thing. another one? Well, true. You mean another indiscretion? Yeah. Oh, no, sure. another baby somewhere. No. True. Or his three. Well, now four. But they're all three with like three different moms. Maybe I'm just thinking that because he's such a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't at this point. I love Chloe, but at this point, I think she's equally as guilty. Yeah. I, she I participates. She allows it. She participates. She buys into his bullshit, even though she probably knows it's bullshit. Mm. She gives him the benefit of the doubt when that's not deserved. And I think that she. I know why she's still hurt and I understand her wanting to keep her family together, but she's equally as guilty for all of this. She knows the person that he is and she's hurting herself Mm -hmm. and her daughter. Yeah. So at this point, I just think it's, it's laughable. Like, honestly, when I found out yesterday and I DMG, I was like, this is just comical at this point. Like your, your life is an actual fucked up movie though. All of us are watching. Right. Sorry. And I, and I only feel bad for these children that you're doing this to. Right. That's it. I know. Like you're a dumbass. Really you are. Gotcha. It'd be different if you were like full on broken up and you're like, look, we have these healthy embryos. We get along really well. We co-parent amazing. Let's just do it. You were in a full blown fucking relationship, dude. You like, you thought you were about to have your perfect little family at four. Little did you know he already had a little baby running around about to pop out. Like, this is 
so frustrating to me that like men can get multiple women pregnant in a, in a day, in one day, they could get multiple women pregnant, but we are so worried about regulating women's pregnancies. It's like, we're worrying about the wrong goddamn thing, dude. Like the men, the Nick Cannons of the world are the problem. Like, (laughs) and then what's disturbing is like Nick Cannon and Elon Musk, and I'm sure hundreds of others have this idea that like, you know, we're not repopulating ourselves enough. So that's their excuse for just fucking creating all these random babies with random women. Right. Anyways, that's a whole other thing. But that pisses, it pisses me off. Right. I, yeah. As much as a piece of shit I think Nick Cannon is, I do think that he is a good dad because he does post pictures of him, like, being involved in all of his kids' lives. Yeah, he pays up. He pays up. He owns it. So do I afraid of it? Right. So do I think that you're shitty for just like knocking up every girl that walks by you? Yeah, I do. But I also admire the fact that you may have 12 kids, but you see all 12 of those kids at least weekly. Like Mm -hmm. you're there. (sighs) Kristen Thompson cannot say the same. No. And he doesn't even want to like acknowledge one. It's just gross. Anyways, I'm so disappointed when I read that. Yeah. I I was just like, wow, dude. And then, you know, everyone's thinking like somebody in her circle leaked it. Like somebody leaked it. Maybe a friend told a friend who wanted to make money. Like Chloe was going to keep this shit tight lipped until what? The baby's three months old. Like the baby's about to pop out, dude. I don't know. Fucking Kylie's baby's probably what? Four or five months old now. And we still don't know its name or anything. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. Now, there, supposedly there's reports that it's a boy. I don't think we can know that unless, like I said, there's more leakage. There, They were saying that, like, she didn't even have time to tell, like, all of her inner circle when this that. news broke. I kind of believe that only because I think she's so embarrassed of what Tristan did to her that she's like, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't think it's like Malika didn't know or her sisters didn't know. I think it's like some of maybe her aunts and cousins didn't know. You know what I mean? Or some of her, um, I don't know, work partners didn't know. Or, you know what I mean? I think like that kind of like they're close to you. You talk to them weekly, but they're not so close that you keep them in the loop. Because when it comes to business stuff, like that does affect certain decisions because you're going to be on maternity leave. You know what I mean? Of course. Yeah. Anyways, I don't know. I would have hoped that she would have already told her business partners that she was going to be gone before the baby's two, three weeks out. Like that's kind of shitty to be like, Oh, by the way, next week I'm going on maternity leave. I know, but who knows? Maybe she just wasn't booking anything or being like, I'm keeping my calendar open or I don't know, but I could see where that would actually be a possibility of like, she didn't get to tell everyone she wanted to tell about this news before it came out publicly. Because how do you tell people like, oh, yeah, this really shitty guy I've been with for four fucking years. Yeah, we decided to have a baby. Yeah. Probably the same way she told all these people that they got back together after he cheated on her multiple times. Yeah, true. Wild. Wild. Yeah. Anyways. I just. Shocked. I just Shocked. And if that shit is not forefront of this brand new season coming out in September, like we got problems. Big ones. 
Hulu. You better be filming because this shit. Right. I mean, you know, Chris Jenner yesterday was shitting her fucking pants. It's probably going to be the cliffhanger for the season after. Probably. Anyways. So, yeah, that's what's going on in Kardashian news this week. And then um, Pete's interview about like wanting kids. It was super like alluding to something that we're not sure what it is. Yeah, I thought that it was super cute. However, it does leave a lot of questions. Like mm-hmm. he was saying that he's looking forward to basically like the newborn stage and dressing a baby and doing all this stuff and blah, blah, blah. Well, Kim doesn't have newborns. Mm-mm. So, and he, he is very involved in her kids' lives. He's with them all the time and all this other stuff. But I, it made me question like, is he, it, are him and Kim planning on having kids or is is he talking about just Kim's kids and we're interpreting it as more of like older children mm-hmm. or is he just accepting that I may not have ever have my own kids I may only share kids with Kim and Kanye or, or is he saying they're not gonna be together forever and one day when he has kids right that's that's how I took it I took it as I'm doing everything right now to prepare myself to be a great dad one day and it's like well, what does that mean? Like when you marry Kim, you'll be a stepdad or in your next relationship. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And that's how I took it. That's how I understood it too. It was very interesting. It may just be the way that he said it. And we may all just be reading into it more than we should be because that's not new, but it's our favorite thing to do. Yeah. Literally. But Um, yeah, it was an interesting interview. There was something else I was going to say. Oh, because it's for Kevin Hart's new show that's on Peacock. Yeah, I want to start watching it. It looks good. It does look good. I love Peacock, dude. They do the best fucking shit. It's the best $5 I spend every month. It's amazing. Right. Like, and they have the best stuff. They, they really do. I know. I almost, I think I watch more TV on Peacock than I do anything else. Right. Because I like to watch like when the Bravo shows come out the next day on there because right. I don't always have time. Yeah, it's so like, easy. I could almost get rid of my main service now with all these on-demand services. Okay, let's talk about the best show of the week. Well, let's talk about, yeah, the only show, not only the best one, but the only one that we watched in full all week. Uh, the Girls Trip. Whoopsies. <laughs> so good. It was so good. There was... I should have taken notes because there was so much in this episode. It was absolutely unbelievable. Okay. So it started with Dorinda waking up after her nightmare of an evening. Yes. And being like, hey, everyone. Hi, guys. <laughs> Good morning. You know, <laughs> I will say my takeaway from this episode was one phenomenal episode. Everyone got along, they had fun. They asked questions about their shows. We got to see like some behind the scenes. Here's some wild fucking stories that we'll get to. Wild. But my biggest takeaway is that this was a massive undertaking for Dorinda. Massive. Yeah. And it's weighing and changing her behavior heavily. Like, I think that she's taking everything way too personally. She's Mm -hmm. putting way too much pressure on herself. And because of that, she's drinking a ton. Yes. And I get it. Like, I 
don't let like hosting's fun. I couldn't do it for eight days straight or however no. long it is. I couldn't prep my house, prep the meals, prep the activities, prep the rooms, prep like that's a no. shit ton. It's a lot. Then not only that, you don't know half the women really, and they're staying in your house. Then you add camera crews on top of that. Like that's a shit ton of stuff. Well, and not just camera crews, but people actually working, like the chefs, the house yeah, cleaners, the staff. this, the all the staff that she has to bring in to accommodate for eight people being in her house. It's a lot. So yeah. And so, all these activities she's planning every day. Like it's a lot. Yeah. So I get why she has moments where she's falling apart and she can't keep her shit together and she looks bad. Um, but you got to know your limits. You just have to know your limits. Like if you, like she said on the show, I'm not very social. Like I don't just hang out with people to hang out with people. Okay. That is not the funnest thing for you in the world. Doing it as a premise of an entire show on a network is might not be the best idea. You know, I don't know. Like who, who is obsessed with hosting on in the housewives universe? Like I know there's someone, but I can't think of it, of who they are. Like there's somebody who just like loves like Dorinda says she does, but it's clearly like weighs on her. I think, I think, I I think anybody can love hosting for one day. Mm-hmm. I think hosting for eight days would wear on anybody, anybody. And I agree with you that I think that the stress is getting to Dorinda. And so she's just drinking a ton and mm-hmm. it's making everything way worse. Mm-hmm. She's freaking out on everybody. Her, her tensions are high and everybody else is trying to have fun, but she's in like, she's in hosting mode and everybody else is in vacation mode. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I did appreciate Dorinda at the beginning of this episode, she did seem to like genuinely apologize to Brandy. I understand why Brandy yeah. didn't fully accept it. Um, because Dorinda, she shouldn't. Dorinda said, what if your son died? Like, you can't say that. Well, it's not only that, but this wasn't a one-off for Dorinda. She has had yeah. night after night after night coming for people. And like, right. she's already come for Brandy on like a low scale and then to come for her and then for Brandy to walk away and then to follow her over and berate her more. Right. It was too much. It was way too much. And I'm glad that Brandy didn't let her off the hook super easy. She was like, but why are you so mad, dude? Like, what the fuck's going on here? Right. You're like a miserable person. So I did see, and I didn't see the breakthrough with Dorinda in front of any of the women. We saw it in her confessional where she was like, this is a lot. Like I took on too much. Yeah. Yeah. And I agree. I think she did. I felt... Tamra in the moment when she goes back to the room with some of the women and she like gets teary eyed and she's like, I can't do this for another two days. Like, this is just like so toxic and so negative. And I could totally relate to that. I could, I could relate to being in a place where mentally I'm like, I can't like this shit is fucking wild. And I can't function under these circumstances anymore. Um, I really like Tamra and Phage's walk because so sweet so sweet and Tamara's like genuinely asking Phaedra about herself because I was thinking that last week I was like you know Phaedra's not opened up much like she's a comedic Mm -hmm. relief in the corner she's a mom comforting everyone but she's not really it's not really she doesn't have a storyline right so it was nice to see Tamara ask her questions and like 
get a little glimpse inside of Phaedra's life again. I also liked when, and I wish this would have gone further when Vicky asked at the table, like, how did you feel about your exit from the show? Yeah. And Phaedra was like, I'm not going there. And I forgot about all of that with Phaedra. I didn't watch Atlanta when all that went down. I forgot about all of it. And like how Portia just like full on threw her under the bus. And then Candy came for Portia and Portia never got to speak her piece. And the next thing you know, she's gone, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. Phaedra. So I wish she would have spoke on it because for her, like when she said, like, you only heard one side, never heard my side. I'm like, but this is your moment. Tell us what is it? Right. I just, I think Phaedra, first of all, she's very quiet and reserved. She's very aware. Um, she is a lawyer. So she, she knows how to keep her lips tight. Like she knows that True. that's not, that's not a good move. And anything, anything can be litigious. You can sue over anything. Yeah. So I think that that's part of it. I also think that Phaedra is classy enough to just be like, they can think what they want to think, but I know my truth and I know that I am not in the wrong in this. And so if that's what they want to believe, then let them. Yeah. I'm glad they brought her on this ultimate girl trip. And I hope there's rumors she's coming to Dubai as a cast member or what was the other one? That was just Dubai, right? I think just Dubai. Yeah. There's rumors that she's coming back or coming as a cast member to Dubai. And I'm like, I would love that. But is she moving to Dubai? Like, I'm so confused, you know? So yeah, I don't know. I love Phaedra though. I do too. I'd never watched anything with, I'd never watched Atlanta when she was on it, but now I wish I would have because I'm obsessed with her. Yeah. She's so good. And I like the, like how she starts off the day at the winery. And she, yes. it was like, a, it was a moving moment. Like it really was. And like the prayer that she was reading, like it was really, really sweet. And it spoke to, I think how all of them were feeling like, I don't want to be drugged down to this negative place. Like, please help me basically. Right. That was a great, I think it was great. Good. And I moment. think that she mainly did it because Tamara had asked her like, yeah to speak to Dorinda like Dorinda is off the handle can you please communicate with her because you may be the only one that she'll actually listen to and pay attention to Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think that was like Phaedra's main reason for doing that prayer but I think that it spoke to everybody and not just Dorinda and it did really open up Dorinda's eyes to be like wow I really have been shitty yeah yeah a terrible fucking person I I will say that Dorinda did take it on the chin pretty well when everyone was like kind of coming for her and being like, yo, this is not cool anymore. We're going to fight it. We're fucking over it. Right. And she didn't melt down. She, I mean, she kind of tried to point fingers and be like, well, you this and you that. But she, at the end of the day, she owned it. Right. And she tried to change her behavior. So that was great. I thought it was a, such a good episode. Then after the winery, they get back home and they are doing Christmas in September, which was so weird. I love it. Like if my birthday was not a week after Christmas, like a week and a half, I would have Christmas themed birthdays all the time because I'm obsessed with it. I think it's so fucking fun. Yeah. It's odd. Yeah. But it's cool. I like the flashback to like the first time they were at the Bluestone Manor and how Ramona like legit named it the Bluestone Manor. Right. I had no idea. I didn't either. I didn't watch New York. 
I was like I, late I on the New York and Atlanta yeah, train. I don't remember. I don't remember any of that. So I was like, oh my God, that's fucking hilarious. Ramona Wood. But it's a great name. It is. It is. And it fits perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought that that was really sweet. And then that night got a little crazy. So provocative. For, very provocative. But first they kind of talked about, um, they kind of talked about the whole Brandy and Denise Richards thing. And it brought up. I don't remember how it got brought up, but it was very interesting. And then Tamara, I think Tamara was trying to like, like give some to the story, but I think that it went further than Tamara wanted it to. Yeah, I think so too. With Tamara, like I did hear about this story, you know, Denise Denise did call me, did call me. She told me that she completely denies this, blah, blah, blah. And I think Tamara really wanted it to end there. Yeah. Um, I think she also had one too many cocktails and the next thing she said kind of slipped out. Well, not only that, but like when you're with a group of girlfriends and you've been filming all fucking day, like you're bound to just have natural conversations right? without realizing like, fuck, right. it's just on camera. Well, and Vicky asked her point blank, do who do you believe? Do you believe Brandy or do you believe Denise? Yeah. And she said Brandy. And she said Brandy. She said at BravoCon, the first BravoCon, that there was an incident that Denise tried to sleep with Tamara. Mm-hmm. And Tamara was like, no, I'm married. I can't. I don't want to blah, blah, blah. And she's like, but there was an incident. And had I have not pushed away, it would have happened. Yeah. She was saying like, she, she was texting me to come to her hotel room. And that's right. like exactly what she do with Brandy. Brandy's like, yep, yep, exactly. Exactly. Right. So I was not shocked in the least. No. Was I shocked that Tamara copped to it? Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was super too. shocked that she like exposed that. But I also think good, good because everyone shit on Brandy made her look like a, a psychopath. And back to Denise Richards and like, you know, it probably happened. Why the fuck would Brandy make that up? Right. The only thing, if Brandy made it up out of nowhere, it's only making Brandy look bad. Exactly. Exactly. So I was shocked and like so happy at the same time. I was too. Like so vindicated. That was a great time. And then Brandy's just like getting promiscuous with everyone, like lap Mm -hmm. dancing on everyone. They do like this. Who would you have sex with if you could have sex with anyone in this room? Okay. This was interesting (laughs) to me. So everybody's saying who they would have sex with, whatever. Okay, fine. Nobody's actually having sex with anybody. Right. But Jill was so beyond herself and offended (laughs) that nobody chose Jill to have sex with. Yeah. Did anyone? Oh, yeah. Some people chose Dorinda. Was anybody besides Jill left out, though? Vicky. No, Brandy said she'd have sex with Vicky, too, I think, because she would want to. Oh, Taylor. Taylor was left out. Okay, good. Nobody wanted to. Because I'm like, that's sad for Jill. Like, I get it. You know what I mean? It's not a fun game to, I don't know, play when people are going to get left out. But but nobody's actually having sex with anybody. It's not like everybody's banging in the next room and Jill's just left to listen to them all in the hallway. No, I know. Jill was being a little sensitive. Yeah, I thought it was like too far. Then she's all quiet. She refuses to talk. She doesn't want to listen or pay attention. She's not engaged at all. And it's all because they played this game that's never going to happen about who would you have sex with in this group mm-hmm. like oh my god right 
Come You're on. like, can you not though? Like right. really relax. I'm serious. Okay. Fucking Vicky. This episode. Crying about everything, right? Crying about death. But it's so sad. And then the flashbacks. And when Heather, when she's crying to Heather and Heather's like, okay, I think we should stop drinking. She's like, I haven't drank it at all. I'm just so sad about it. It's just like, and then if I was to die right now, you need to put on my tombstone, <laughs> died sad. Like, right. Oh my God. I want you to tell everybody that I died sad. Yeah. Okay, ma'am. You need to stop. So dramatic. It's so funny. Some of these women like Vicky and Taylor when Taylor's off the handle even Taylor like kissing Brandy at the end like really going in I was like what would it be like to be your children your children are just watching this and being like oh yeah that's mom it's like so gross watching her try to kiss somebody though I'm sorry I'm sorry it's like a lot like what's going on with her lips and mouth and stuff and I feel bad because like we found out that it's all reconstructive surgery from like getting the shit beaten out of her, which is really fucked up right. and not cool. So that was sad. It's just like, why are you trying to make out with Brandy? What the fuck is going on? Right. It looked like she was just eating her face. Yeah. It was, it was kind of intense. Eva was like, ew. Right. Ew. <laughs> Everyone's in love with Eva wants to have sex with her. I'm like, yeah, she's America's literal next top model. Like she's dropped dead gorgeous. She's beautiful. She is dropped dead gorgeous. She has like killer energy, like the best vibes. It's just like all of you are on like a retreat. I'm on vacation. I'm straight chilling. You don't want to be on the chill bus. Go somewhere else. Too bad. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, I don't know the whole thing. And Phaedra's comment at the beginning about like, nobody wants to be in that hot box. Oh my God. And she's like, oh, maybe only Eva's in the hot box. (laughs) I don't know if I said that right. Does hot box mean vagina? No, it's when you smoke a bunch of weed in the car, the window's up. Oh, well, Eva might be in the hot box. (laughs) (laughs) I love Phaedra, dude. I'm going to be devastated when this is over. I know. So sad. I mean, I'm sure the women weren't, but I will be. I will be. Absolutely. Already am. Already am depressed. <laughs> so it came out today that Tinsley was taken off the next season of Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip 3 because she has been cast in the Roni Legacy. Right. Along with Sonia, Sonia Morgan. Dorinda, which good. I, I know she's a fucking hot mess, but I mean, well, at least we know she was really just on pause. True. True. Maybe she already knew about the legacy when they. Yeah, she might have. Kelly Ben Simone, which she's an absolute goddamn wreck. So I don't know why the fuck they bring her back. But fine. Luann and Jill. No, Bethany, no Ramona, which good Ramona's. No, we're down Ramona. I'm tired of Ramona. And Bethany said that she would never come back to Housewives. So that doesn't Mm -hmm. surprise me at all. No. So. No, I'm happy with the cast. I never watched it with Kelly, so that'll be interesting because I'll be like watching her she's for the like, first time. She's like when she's like when you're having a conversation with somebody and you're like, are you on this planet? What are you talking? What what? Where are you? Like that's how she is. She's an actual alien. 
Like every time she talks, she tries to have conversations. It's like, what are you actually talking about though? I mean, Dorinda kind of does that too. When she starts screaming about unicorns and shit but, like that. But this is when Kelly is sober. Like this is just who Kelly is. It's, Dorinda is nuts when she's drunk as fuck. True. You won't touch the Morgan letter. Oh no, that's Sonia. Wait, <laughs> Sonia's in the legacy, right? She is. Thank you, God. Thank you, fucking God. That's why I she hasn't Sonya. been on any of these girl strips. Everyone's right. been like, where the fuck is she? She's not trying to be on these. Good. So yeah, I'm excited about that. I, who knows what's gonna happen with regular Roni, but I'm I am excited about the legacy. I think it'll be really good. Um, they also announced the girls trip the next girls trip who that's going to be mm-hmm. um and that's going to be candace and giselle from potomac which i'm not excited to see candace again i can't no why are we giving her more time i'm livid about it i don't i'm livid i don't like it and they they played it off as like this like dynamic duos thing and that's they're not a dynamic duo. They're a dynamic nightmare. Right. <laughs> Who else was on it? Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> oh, um, Leah from Roni. And who? Oh, Tinsley was supposed to be Tinsley. And now it's- Tinsley was supposed to be there, but they replaced Tinsley with Portia from Atlanta. Then there's also going to be Alexia and Marisol from Miami. And then Heather Gay and Whitney Rose from Salt Lake City. That'll be good. They'll be fucking fun as fuck. It'll be good. I think it'll be really fun. Oh, I think go ahead. Marisol and Alexia are going to cause a lot of problems. I think it's going to be good. I, I, I'm like, I have our time because all these people are so different and they're so like culturally come from different right. spaces. So I, you can't picture it working, but it works so fucking good on all these shows, dude. So oh. good every time. We I know we need, to talk- we need to talk about Jen Shaw. Jen Shaw. Jen fucking Fuck, we're running Shaw. Out of time quick, but we, we have woke, to talk about this. We woke up. What, what day was that? Tuesday? Blowing you up. 5 a.m., so, 6 a.m. Yeah. Bitch, she's about to go to the courthouse and plead guilty. She went. she went. She went. She pled guilty. She admitted to the judge what she did. She admitted she knew that these were all elderly people. She told the judge exactly how she did it. She admitted everything, Mm -hmm. everything. And her only stipulation was that she agreed to not file an appeal if it was under 14 years. So this bitch knows she's going away for a long ass time. Like she knew there is no way to get around this. Everybody that worked for her already took a plea deal so that they were going against her. I don't even know that Jen got a plea deal. I literally think that she just thought there's no point. I think her lawyers were literally like, I'm sorry, this isn't going to go well. Right. And the, the thing is, though, because she pled guilty to the one count, they dropped the second count. So I think that was part of it. Like, I think her lawyers are probably like, yo, you could go away for till you're 80 years old or you can go away till you're in your 60s. Right. So, like, let's decide what makes more sense. I just feel terrible for her family. I, I feel I feel terrible for her. I don't know how many kids she has. Two her two kids, her husband, like her parents, whoever, like, well, not only that, but she takes care of a lot more than just her immediate family. Like she literally funds for her cousins, her aunts, her uncles, her, this, her nieces, her nephews, like she's providing all this life. So I understand why she probably felt a lot of pressure because she's providing for all of her family. That's really in not great spot, 
Sorry. Tell them to get a job. You're not Robin Hood. You can't steal from people to pay other people. Like that's (laughs) not how the real life works. I mean, unless you're in the oil industry or work for the government, you can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't Jen Shaw know that? Like she should have just run for political office. She should have. And then she could have stole our money for like legally. Right. But yeah, dude, she just passed a new bill and she would have been all right. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, she just straight stole from elderly people. Yeah. Yeah. And she was like siphoning money to other countries. Like there's all these foreign bank accounts and like she was so smart about it, but also so dumb. But my thing is like, how the fuck do you figure out how to do that? How telemarketing her whole career. Yeah. But girl, it's like, would you know how to start a bank account in another country to hide money? No, but I'm sure you could like, I'm sure you working at Starbucks, there's loopholes that you could be like, you could totally like take advantage of this and nobody would ever know. I mean, I wouldn't know how to do that though. Like for me, I'm like, like, okay. If I was Jen Shaw, like literally, this is how my brain works. And I was stealing money from the elderly. I would be paranoid 24 seven that people were watching me and knew I was doing it. I just would be too. I would, I would be, be so too. scared. The camera's on my laptop. The camera's on my phone. People are listening. The government's listening. Like, I'm, I would be scared. So the fact that she literally thought this was cool. Like, bro, I'm just going to do this not, forever. Not only that, but she brought more attention to herself by signing up for a reality TV right. show. Right. You're a goddamn like, moron. What? Moron. These people the are- FBI is on your heels fast. And you're like, no, let's sign up to have my whole life broadcasted how much money I have and how much I spent. And not be able to talk about my job. Like what? ever. Oh, well, how do you have money? Oh, this and this. No, how do you have money? No, this and this. No, like, where's your money coming from? Right. Yeah. Ugh. I was, I'm like, obviously she was backed into a corner and there was no other choice but to plead guilty. But I was still shocked she did it. Well, and it does make sense because I was like, why the fuck is um, Meredith Marks and Heather Gay in New York with her when she has this court date? Like, this doesn't make a lot of sense. Why are they all there for this court date? Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. Heather You're Gay all- and Meredith? And Meredith. And I was the like- three of them were just like chilling in New York? In New York. And I was like, what is going on? Like, are they, I knew she had a court date. Like, I knew she had a, her court coming up, but I was like, why are these two there? Like, this seems like a, Heather, I understand, but- Meredith seems like a very strange person to be on vacation with you in New York. Yeah. But now that she pled guilty, I'm like, that's why. They were just supports. Right. Hmm. But her son wasn't filmed at all. Or her husband, I mean. Wild. Wild. So I don't know. I don't know if filming has wrapped for Salt Lake City or if that was filmed. I don't know either. Like if it was a girl's trip and... Or not a girl's trip, but like if the three of them went to New York and I don't know, it'll be really interesting. I, I'm glad, I'm glad she pled guilty. I am too. She's finally taking an ounce of responsibility for all of the hell she's put these people through. Mm-hmm. I feel that. So I feel that. Yo, that shit, shit was popping off this week. Left and right, left and right, <laughs> left and right, left and right. Like I was, we were just like, we literally didn't barely talked and just like DM'd each other all this breaking news. Yeah. I think the most, I think I was equally shocked about 
Tristan Thompson and Chloe's baby and Jen Shaw pleading guilty. I was like equally oh, shocked yes. about the two of those events. I definitely didn't see either one of those coming. You know, what's so wild is we just talked the other day about Chloe having a baby. Do we? We just talked like maybe a week or so ago and was like, yeah, I, like I said, I, I sure that Chloe will have another baby. Like I don't see her as a one and done mom. Not that there's anything wrong with it. I just don't picture her as that. Like she has her nieces and nephews and all this stuff. So well, she's openly said, she's like, I want more. Right. So I just didn't see her as only having one kid and just accepting that. Like I always thought she was going to have more. I was kind of surprised she hadn't already. I think a lot of like the way the Kardashians make life decisions has to do with image, obviously. And I do not think Chloe would want to have a child with another man. I just don't think she would want to. I think she wants her two kids or however many kids have the same dad with the same last name. Like, I mean, that's clear. Like he can literally treat you like dog shit on the side of the road. Right. And you will still allow him to live in your house with you and your child and create another life. Well, Courtney was the same way. She kept having kids with Scott, even though he was a piece of shit. Exactly. But she wanted kids. Right. She wanted the children. And I, I really am kind of shocked that she's trying so hard to have one with Travis. I'm shocked and not shocked at the same time. I'm shocked because all her kids are grown and it seems like she's in a different phase in her life, but I'm also not shocked because she's so fucking obsessed with Travis. They're so obsessed with each other. They want to create human form of their love. Fine. Whatever. I don't think Kim will have another baby. I don't, I don't think Kim Kardashian wants to have a fifth child with a different man with a different last name than her other two kids. Like I think, I think that there's a reason that maybe she was with Kanye as long as she was, or she tried as hard as she was, and they popped out all these kids right away. Right. I don't know. I well, don't know. She was very um, like articulate when she said, "I like boy, girl, boy, girl." Yes, and that's what I mean. Like, it's all image. Yeah, and I don't even know that it's necessarily an image thing. I think part of it, like even look at her house. Look at this. Like she's very symmetrical in her life. Mm-hmm. Her Instagram is symmetrical. Her way of mm-hmm. dressing is symmetrical. Her children are symmetrical. Her like, I think that a lot of it is just very like regimented. And yeah. so it, I would be shocked if her and Pete Davidson have kids together, but I also wouldn't hate it. Like she also no. seems to be a different person now that her and Kanye aren't together. And she seems to be more free and more open. And it's like like her true self, I think. Yeah. Just kind of living her own life a little bit easier. And so it wouldn't surprise me. And I think that it would be really cute. However, I'm not putting money on it. No, I think for Kim Kardashian, I think her and Kanye was a status lift for her. Kanye got her on the cover of Vogue. Kanye got her in the Met Gala. Kanye got her some of those top stylists in the world. Connie got her in the doors with Dolce, Balenciaga. Like he elevated her. And then she, I'm not saying she did this on purpose. I'm not saying she used him. I'm just saying, I think these choices are very methodical. Right. I think it was convenient that her and Connie had this connection. And then at the time he was the biggest, one of the biggest rap artists in the world. And 
he loved to dress her. He loved to up her image. He made her more high fashion. He made this, the fashion society look at her as more than just a dumb reality star. Right. And what did she do? She brought her sisters with her. She yeah. brought everyone up with her. So now the Kardashian status is way higher than it was had right. she not married Kanye West. Right. Okay. I, I don't think, I genuinely don't think that she married Kanye for the clout. I think that her and Kanye did have a legitimate relationship i think they did have a legitimate marriage like i do believe that however i do agree that she probably thought of these things that kanye was helping her with her image as positives in their relationship yeah she ran with it and then when it became crazy and way too much and when he started to go cuckoo well she was already there she didn't need him anymore now the now the credit now she can be who she truly wants to be she doesn't have to be dating a, a a football player and putting on this image, trying to get more famous, trying to get deals, trying to get like, she's not growing her career anymore, dude. She's fucking made it. Right. She's a shit ton of money, shit ton of businesses. She can do whatever the fuck she wants. So now she can date the 28 year old filled with tattoos and then like just fucking have fun with him all day. Right. You know what I mean? There's right. no like need for it to think about socially climbing the ladder, politically climbing the ladder business climbing the ladder now it can just be fucking fun well and even politically now with her being a lawyer and going to law school like she can do that on her own now she doesn't need anybody else right right so So. it's it's fun to see that side of her because i think this is the first fucking time we've seen her in a relationship be playful and happy we always saw that from courtney and scott we always saw them playful happy and yes scott was toxic and had a huge downfall, but they very much had that playful, fun relationship. Then we saw it with Lamar and Chloe. They had that yes. playful, loving, adoring relationship. And we've never seen that from Kim. So it's no. interesting. I do think it's nice. I especially thought I loved the scene in this um, trailer that just dropped for the new season where Kim's like, Hey babe, do you want to go shower with me real fast? And he like throws everything in his hands and takes off. Right. Which I thought it was cute. And that's not something that Kim would ever say on camera. No. Ever. So I definitely see a new side of Kim and I definitely see like her personality coming out more and her playful side and mm-hmm. her that like, I think it's really nice to see all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, Just to be carefree and live. Right. Life. I hope, I hope it lasts. So that's our roundup for the week. That was a lot. That, yeah, I feel like I just unpacked. It was so good. It was such a good week. I am so happy like that I've climbed out of that place I was in. I'm so happy you're happy. Even Sam was like, I think it was Sunday. He was like, ah, I'm getting like mildly concerned because it's been like a long time. Like, like usually my drops will be like a week or two and I'm able to like, this was like six weeks. Yeah, it was and, and it, I was just like, Really, really fucking trying. I so know. it feels we good. Would, to be out. And we would talk about it, but you'd be like, no, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. I, I'll get out. I'll get out. It, it's fine. It's fine. But you could tell that you were like, that it was wearing on it's me. like, it's fine. It's okay. I'm all right. And nothing's okay. And the house is on fire in the background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm happy though. I'm so glad that I'm like, <laughs> because here's my thing. I'm like, I've done therapy and I, and I have worked through a lot of things I needed to work through and I have learned the tools. I think that the only next step of like what could help me stay out of a uh, out of these depressive episodes is medication. And that just makes me very nervous. And I'm not at a place where I'm like, yes, I want to do that yet. Maybe I'll get there. 
And maybe that will happen. But well, I think what's really scary with the medication is a lot, a lot of depression medications. One of the number one side effects is suicidal thoughts. Mm-hmm. Cause and you can go deep, like way, way lower before the medication kicks yes. in and then you go, whoop, I'm yes. good. And that yes. period of time, four to six weeks scares me. No, I don't think right. I can do it. I can barely do it now. Right. I had a very, very, very distant family member that that happened. Her husband went on um, antidepressants and a, a week later he committed suicide. Mm-hmm. And they were like, it's they I mean, obviously, they, that's not like in an autopsy. You can't say he died from antidepressants, but his everybody in his immediate family was like it, it was antidepressants. You triggered it like that, that was literally the only thing that changed and. He had been managing for a long time without it, and he wanted to not have to work so hard to manage it. He went mm-hmm. on the antidepressants, and a week later, yeah, he committed suicide. So it's a very real thing. You know what's really sad right now that's that's on the rise is our generation committing suicide because we can't pay our bills. Like there's there's reports of it coming out every day of like. 29 year old, 30 year old committing suicide because of the stress of work or the stress of rent, or the stress of paying the bills. Like, it's a very dark time, dude. It's, it's it, it just makes me sad for like, you know, the young 20 year olds, because when we were young 20s, it was hard. But we weren't also trying to find like a lot of my partners, they don't live at home with their parents, but they can't afford a fucking tiny ass studio either. Right, right. And then they can't, like, it just breaks my heart. Like, they confide in me and they tell me, like, if I start walking to work, you know why? Like, I, I can't afford gas. I can't put gas in my car. And I'm just like, that's not fair. That's no. not fair for our young 20-year-olds. Like, you shouldn't all, they shouldn't already be feeling like, I don't want to have kids. I can't, I can't even afford to feed me. Like, I, right. you know what I mean? So there's well, a even, whole, like. Like Christian and I, we have talked on and off about fostering and stuff like this, but as inflation got worse and worse, I'm like, I can't, I can't afford it. It's yeah. It just bums me out. It's terrifying. Just bums me out because I'm like, there's enough to worry about in life. There's enough to worry about. And now we have to worry about like, okay, yes, I would love to do that today, but I can't spend the $16 on gas. So we're not going to do that. Right. You know, anyways, let's leave on a happy note. So what's like a fun question we can ask <laughs> each other? <laughs> what's a fun question? What would you rather be in or would you rather be an expert at one thing or pretty good at many things? I would rather be pretty good at many things. Why? Because I feel like if you're an expert at one thing, you like pigeonhole yourself to only be able to do that. And then you're very ignorant to anything else. Mm -hmm. I would rather be able to know a small amount about a lot of things and be able to grow my knowledge in other things. Yeah. Like dink around with this and that and this and that. Yeah. I feel that. I feel that. I, um, I agree with you. And that's because like you said, I love learning new stuff. I love learning. Like I love school, 
but I do not like being told to do things a certain way, to learn this, this way, to think this way. Like that's the only thing about school I hate, but I love learning. Like even I, I'm okay with being told like, you need to learn this, but I want to know why. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't like being told write a six page paper on the world war two, this army, this general. It's like, for what though? Yeah. Right. Nobody cares. Why do I need to know that? Um, but I agree with you. Okay. Last question I want to ask. So, um, you know how they do like those mundane polls where it's just like one random question. Yeah. Were you ever taught how to clean or did you just start doing it? I just started doing it. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah. And I've gotten like more like aware, like better at it over the years, but it took me like years of my right. adulthood to figure out like what it entails to take care of a fucking house. It's a lot. I know. And I, I go through fits and spurts. I, I'm definitely not like OCD, but when I clean, I'm like deep cleaning. Yes. Like Like if I'm going to clean, I'm fucking cleaning, bro. Right. Like generally, even, even when I just do the dishes, I like, I have to wipe down all the counters. I have to clean the stove. I have to wipe down the cupboards. I have to do that. Like just to do the dishes. So Mm -hmm. I'm always like, I don't want to do the dishes and I'll put it off for two or three days because because you know, then when I do it, I'm like, it's a whole deal. Mm -hmm. So uh, yeah, which that didn't, obviously when you're a kid and growing up, like that doesn't happen. And I realized like my mom was working and this and that, like there wasn't time always to clean the kitchen right? twice a week. Like I get that. Um, that's my, it's my own like craziness, Mm -hmm. but yeah, even when I, like even today before we recorded, I put away laundry, but I also cleaned out my closet. Right. But it feels good. The only thing is, is like, I just feel like not, you can't have everything done at once. And that drives me crazy. Yeah. Cause I would love for like, like I said, I deep clean my kitchen, but then I would love to like walk upstairs to my room and have it look perfect as well. And that's just not the reality. No. So anyways. Okay. Sorry All right, guys. random rambles at the end. Random rambles. <laughs> random rambles. <laughs> Be on the lookout. Wait, be on the lookout for merch dropping real soon. Yes. Brie is working so hard on designs and merch and everything like that. And we love her for that. And we will be dropping super soon. We're excited to share with you guys. Um, We'll put a link up and all of that when, when it's all ready to go. So keep looking out, encourage Brie. (laughs) Come on, guys. Uh, it's so fun, though. I would do it even if we didn't have a podcast. Like, it's so fucking fun. Anyway. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening to another episode and listening to us ramble on for the last hour. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, of course, we're on Instagram at Relatable Reality Podcast. That's where you get all the updates of the new episodes, the merch, everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, we're always available to download, subscribe, and rate on Apple Podcast app, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Bye. Bye.